Hello everyone and welcome to Sober Gay Podcast, the podcast that gives you a front row seat to inspiring stories of people who have found freedom and joy in living an alcohol-free life. Hosted by myself, join us each week as we have fun and engaging conversations with everyday people about their journey to sobriety. From the challenges to the triumphs, come get inspired and learn about the amazing lives of those living a sober life. I really hope you enjoy listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this episode. Thank you. Um, there we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Sober Gay Podcast with me, Sean. So today, my guest is Avi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on today and for spending your Sunday with me and chatting all things sobriety. I wouldn't be anywhere else, my man. That's what Sundays are for, right? Exactly. So I kind of, we've kind of connected on TikTok where I share my journey and you have also started sharing your journey this year, which is exciting. Yep. Um, so maybe let's kind of talk about that a little bit and maybe tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Like, who is Avi? Who is Avi? Um, yeah, well, I'm a 30, 30 year old guy from Brighton, um, lived by the sea my whole life. Um, I work as an optician, uh, run my own optical practices uh, as my day job, um, dabble in a few other bits and bobs, uh, which keeps me keeps me busy. Um, but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not as interesting as I thought I was going to sound like. But yeah, that's, I'm sure that's you my... are. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I don't. Well, I don't think I'm as interesting anymore. I don't think quite. I live a quite straightforward, simple life now, which is which is exactly everything I want. Really, I think. Nice. Next to the ocean. <laughs> exactly. That. It's I so know. nice there. Like Brighton's such a lovely place, especially in summer. Like it's so nice probably to go down to the beach and like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I look outside, see the sea. It's great. And yeah, in the summer, it's just, it's just so vibrant. It's so busy. There's just people everywhere and the atmosphere, just everyone's super happy, super chilled. Yeah, a bit of grey, bit of rain. Then everyone's really not happy, like <laughs> most places, right? So yeah, like everywhere, exactly that. So I guess all this podcast is all about like sobriety and people's stories, and everybody's got their own little story about like how they've given up alcohol. But um, I guess I want to talk to you a little bit about like how you first ever drank alcohol, or like how did that look like? Um, maybe in like if you drank as a teenager or whatever. Like, where did you first ever drink? So I, I first started drinking, it was, I think it was around 15 at the time. And uh, it was, it was Christmas. And so every Christmas, me and my whole family, we all get together. Um, you know, there's about back then, it was about 20, 30 of us. Now, obviously, my cousins have had children and things like that. So the family's got bigger and bigger. Um, but we normally go to the pub on like Christmas Eve. And I think it was 15, went to the local pub in Lewis. And um I just sort of asked my dad, I was like, you know what, can I have a beer? He was like, yeah, go on then. I think it was a Foster's at the time, right? Okay, and, yeah. Uh, so not not the most nicest tasting beer, nor is it the strongest. And I guess that's when I first started um, mm -hmm. my first actual alcoholic drink. You've had your little sips here and there, like when yeah. you type of thing. But that was, I remember that was my first sort of pint. Um, but I guess what it is, is like... I the environment I was in, like growing up, it was 
it was very much like, you know, very sociable. A lot of drinking was consumed with family. Mm. And I think that just naturally followed me as as my life progressed, um, which sort of, you know, turned 16, got a fake ID, started going out. And it was, yeah, it almost became a regular, regular occurrence. But I think back then it was a case of like, well, I'm young, got nothing else to do, right? And there was no sort of responsibilities or any concerns for anything else right yeah exactly so kind of just like yeah you kind of kind of brought up really like normally like with the drinking environment kind of like anyone else really kind of just dabbling in it when you're a teenager that kind of stuff really exactly that and then you know it it's sort of you know you, you're in college and everyone's doing the same sort of thing and it almost just becomes your your, your weekly routine you know I just remember going to the park getting bottles of cider and drinking there and yeah exactly yeah I think I think it was it's a very natural thing especially in our society to do as as a youngster whether it's on the beach or whether it's in a park or someone's garden right and it and it was yeah I remember those days very very well Mm. yeah it's all very like innocent back like then isn't it it's just like how you just brought up and especially in the UK and I think you don't you don't know the true impacts of of that until you know years down the line and I think it can shape a lot of people I think it led me down a very different path to which I guess I wouldn't have taken if I'd known all the stuff I know now but mm-hmm. it changed the past I can only do something about going forward and going in in the present really so exactly and I guess maybe let's touch on that then like that path that you led like how has your drinking like evolved when when you were like growing up like after that maybe like into your 20s and stuff yeah so it i generally have quite an addictive personality so i find when i find something that i enjoy doing i generally do it aggressively and that's in a lot of things not just drinking alcohol but like um and i obviously did college then went to university and I, three years it was just three years of partying yeah obviously like for me who had that addictive well still got that addictive personality it was like heaven right I was like ah wake up when I want to miss a lecture here and there just go out and back then right the beers where I was at university you know Thursday night it was pound a pint right you can yeah when did you go to uni again I went I went to Plymouth oh okay 2012 and yeah it was it was super cheap compared to to Brighton and then when I used to visit friends in London and stuff like that I was just like well I could go out with a tenor and get absolutely immortal Literally. Um, and that that carried on I graduated I came back to Brighton working full-time and I don't think I really got it out of my system I was still very much in that mindset of oh, just drink 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 and it was it was becoming constant and I guess a lot of people were probably the same. You could pass it off as like, oh, well, you're only in early 20s. You, you know, you've got years before you need to, need to stop it or pack it in. And actually, it started to become into my late, you know, mid-20s, late 20s. And I was pushing 29 last, uh, pushing 30 last year. So I kept 30 in October. Yeah. And that's when I realised, actually, I've spent since I was 16 to 30 just constantly doing the same thing, the same weekend on repeat. And... I was like, you know what, there has to be, there has to be a change because, you know, the, the impacts of it was just getting ridiculous. Um, mm. Started to affect my relationship um, and I totally get why. I 
the financial side of things, you know, the mental health, physical health, all that sort of stuff was just slowly surfacing out because you, you don't have any more excuses anymore, right? It's like, well, I'm working full time. I've got my own freaking business and yeah. actually I'm not a 21 year old uni student anymore. Like I've got, I've got priorities, which I'm neglecting. I've got responsibilities, which I'm neglecting. And you're like, okay, I need to take a good look at myself in the mirror here. And mm -hmm. yeah, just, you, I had a, a moment of realization, I guess, where I was just like, something needs to change or from 30 to 40, it's going to be the same thing again. And I just didn't want that for myself and you know i think like everyone i tried to stop but i just had no reason to stop yeah and i talked about that sort of stuff in a couple of my videos it's like you i think you're ready when you have the reason it's, yeah. it's you just stopping tomorrow like I've, i had the reason i was like you know what i can't do the same stuff i did for 10 years into my next decade and that was that was my biggest reason yeah and see i can i can imagine like seeing it as like a yeah, like last October you turned 30. So it's kind of like you're entering a new year, a new decade and 100%. want it to be like a different vibe for this decade. That's such a good way of like having it like visually in your brain as well. Like I love that. Yeah, and she, and like I, I just thought, you know what, it's 30 for me couldn't have come any at a better timing. And, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to wish the years away, but actually as soon as I turned 30, I was like, right it's effectively i'm not saying i've got a whole clean slate but it's just i can leave that period of my life behind yeah my person who i was you know i don't want to be associated with the guy who's always going out every weekend and you know i was getting that reputation and that's something i didn't want so yeah. i thought you know what, 30 years old clean slate let's start again right love that and it's like something exciting to look forward to as well because it's like this is how I want this next decade to look like. And like, you probably don't regret too many things in your twenties, but also like you had to go through those things to be able to be like, oh, I'm looking forward to this like chapter of my new life, like, I guess. A hundred percent. You know, I can't regret the past, nor will I. Will I, Am I annoyed about some of the decisions I made? A hundred percent, we will are. Yeah. But actually the, the biggest thing I've done is like, I've done it, I'm going to learn from it. I'm just not going to make that same mistake again, going into this new this new decade um so so i guess you've touched on it a little bit but like what was the main reason for like stopping drinking for you it it's i thought about this question numerous times and it was just like i said it was for me it was you know there's obviously the health benefits the the financial side of things and things like that but it was actually i just didn't want to be that same person as i was yeah and going out every weekend, you know, God knows what hours. I just didn't want to be that person anymore. And I guess I was prioritizing that over everything else. And, you know, you have a few things happen to you, you know, between your close family, like actually you have to reevaluate things. Like I was prioritizing things I should be prioritizing. And I think that for me was, was one of the biggest reasons. I was just like, you know what? I'm wasting too much time here. I need to stop. Um, and that's not that's not me saying I'm never going to be sociable ever again. I still see my friends. I still go out and about, you know. Yeah. And it's I'm not just sitting at home or like going to my parents' house, but like it's just I've had to stop that thing to give me the the, pro the go back to the right priorities, I guess. Yeah, the right priorities and like changing yourself like for the better, I guess. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, it's I. I love this newfound energy that I've got from 
from letting go of alcohol. It's mm. it's it's great, and it's yeah, it's something I haven't ever experienced. Is and it's new, and I like everyone likes new stuff, right? And yeah. for me, I'm just like this. Yeah, I like this, and you know, we were talking earlier just about the days and stuff like that, but it's just now becoming the normal part of my life. And if this is what it feels like mm. for a while, then yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. Is there anything that you're like a bit like nervous for, like going into maybe like the new, like the first of things, kind of like the, the maybe like your first summer and things like that. Like, I love yeah. that you're so like, you know, like com committed and excited about this, but it's, it can be quite scary, isn't it? That like, you know, like, especially like at the beginning, like, oh God, like I'm a bit, I know I was, so I'm just kind of like intrigued because I was nervous for my first like Christmas or something or like my first birthday. It's weird doing this get first, things, isn't it? A hundred percent. And I have thought about that numerous times. I think about it regularly, right? Yeah. It's, for example, this summer, you've got the Euros, the football's on. It's like all these sort of things are coming to my mind. But what's keep, so there's this feeling I have of if I give in to that sort of temptation of going down, down that road I once was, it's going to limit my progress to where I want it to be. And that's not just not drinking alcohol, but everything else I've got in my life that where I want it to progress. So it's that feeling of like, shit, if I do this, it's going to derail my progress for all the other things I'm trying to do. Yeah. And that's keeps me grounded. And like, it's, I, I went to a, a leaving party, um, a Christmas party in January. Um, and I went to an Arsenal football game all sober. And normally at those three things, would never have been a sober event for me, especially going to the football, you know? Yeah. And that, I was like, right, first football event I'm going to. So I just, I do things in preparation. So I prep before all of these sort of major events. Um, the summer, it's a whole different ball game. It's yeah. a whole different ball game because it's not just one day. It, it can be as, as long as it, well, however sunny it gets in the summer, yeah. right? We're not that long, but it's just there's a whole different atmosphere in summer but ultimately that's not well that shouldn't have an impact on me because I know what I need to get out of being sober and yeah. I think I'm not gonna let anything come in between that way and it's it sounds like you've got such a good I feel like mindset is such a huge thing when you stop drinking as well because I feel like you've got such a really good mindset about it like you this is what you want your life to look like now so I feel like you've like switched your mind pretty like pretty drastically to be able to say like no this isn't what my life wants I want I actually want it to look like now so that's so good yeah and that and I think for sure like it's that my mind is now just focused on on what I want and not yeah. the picture of what everyone else wants and yeah, I'm. I I love that from me, and it's just like I'm saying no to a lot of things because that's just going to help my mind and mm. help me on track. And yeah, I think, yeah, my mind's since being sober, like the whole shift in my mindset is is different. It's massive for the better. And yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah, I can't think about that highly enough, really. Well, while we're while we're talking about kind of like your how your mindset is kind of well it's gone it's gone better and kind of you feel like this is like such a positive thing in your life like what are like the main benefits for you that you've found that since like stopping drinking so like what is like the first thing that you think of so the first the first thing I automatically well, was going to assume just health in general 
and yeah. you said it, mentally, physically, um, I'm just in such a better mind for both of those things. But also the biggest one for me is, is the clarity, right? Mm -hmm. The mental clarity, like I can just, I'm just so much more clear in my thought process because there's nothing fogging, like fogging that water, like that thought. Whereas, you know, a weekend on alcohol and drugs, or whatever, absolutely fogs your mind, right? Yeah. The decisions that I made after a weekend, it were not great decisions. Like whether it's at work, whether it's conversations I'm having with family and friends, it's just not, it was just never accurate, right? I took all that away and I just see and think so much more clearer and it allows me to make better decisions in every aspect of my life. And I think for me, that's my biggest benefit. We could talk about health and stuff like that, but having that mental clarity just is, is, is mind blowing. And yeah. that is my biggest benefit, I think. Yeah, you're so right. Like, especially like even mental clarity and like waking up in the morning and you like, don't like, you don't you remember that you don't you haven't upset anyone or like you've done something yeah. you regret or something because that's the worst isn't it yeah 100%. You, i wake up like today i woke up and i was just like oh no did i leave the candle on that was like that was my first thought not like yeah. let me open my phone and let's see what the damage is right like what's what's happened why have i got like 30 missed calls from someone like yeah or even even things like um i don't know like they even things like if you're having like a huge night out like with just like no sleep or anything at least you just like when you stop drinking like you can still have nights like that but like at least you know the next day you're, it's not going to be taken away of like you feeling like tired for like hours on end you just yeah. know that you're going to be like again like clear-minded and just like fresh. 100% you can still like okay you, you probably your sleep is reduced but you're not hanging you've got no anxiety you can still yeah. wait go into your car, go for a walk, go to the gym, you know, get out for breakfast. You can still do all of that without any issue, right? And that, and that's, I think that's the beauty of it. And I think a lot of people may think that, oh, if they go sober, they can never do any of those things that they once did. Well, you, yeah. you can go do that, right? I've done it. And I'm like, I just wake up the next day. I'm like, right, what should I do? I've got so much time to put my hands rather than waking up at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, I've got to go to work the next day. I so, know. Oh my God, so much time on your hands. It's wild. And it's just like game changer as well, isn't it? It's just like my weekends are so much longer. I don't know. <laughs> You've, yeah. I, I think, I, well, I've seen some of your videos. You work, you work quite a lot, like weekends and stuff like that, don't you? But yeah. Like, so but like, I feel like you do get more time. I feel a hundred percent right. And it's, I think, where like I mean, last weekend I wasn't working, so and I had a, a few days off just because I was doing a massive shift at work, and mm. like, I was just like I've done everything I needed to do and I've got so much more time and you sort of sit back and reflect actually the reason why I never had the time to do this stuff is because I was out on Friday night Saturday I woke up got ready and did the same thing again right yeah. and I didn't have to be like you know the simple things like oh man I need to wash all my clothes before work on Monday and you're like you leave it to the last minute and I'm like oh god there we go again yeah it's just like a it's just nice to have like a different cycle of like it's not that you're doing the same thing all the time now it's just like it kind of is exciting that you just like have like this new like found like aspect of a like life where it can just be like, oh, I've got so much time on my hands now. It's a whole, it's a whole different viewing point. Like, yeah. like it's like, actually, you know what? It's 10 o'clock. 
I've done everything I need to do in the house. Let me go into town or let me go do this. Let me go do that. And I'm not rushing around, right? Because I'm not squeezing it all into a two hour gap before everything closes. Because obviously I've been dying from the day after. Yeah. Oh, that feeling is just so good, isn't it? That you just don't die. <laughs> I, 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 do you know what? I, I was thinking about that today and I was just getting ready to go to the gym and I was just like, I'm so glad I don't feel like the way I felt, you know, yeah. two months ago when I was waking up and I was like, oh my God, like no sleep and I'm just angry. And I was like, it, it kind of makes me feel really sick inside. I'm like, oh mm. God, I can't believe that. I don't ever want to experience that ever again. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about the gym. I went to the gym last night and I was just like, I feel like Saturday, Saturday from five until seven is the best time to go to the gym. Oh, everyone was like, I think maybe like watching a game or something and then like it's everyone's probably getting ready to go out and I'm just like this is probably my new favorite time to come <laughs> it's so quiet it's it's brilliant yeah. and um also Monday evenings I find a lot of people to go on Monday evenings if they've been out and about on Sunday yeah but yeah um, Saturday, Saturday evenings are, are a great time you take you do just everything at a leisurely pace and not right. have to so, yeah, exactly. So if anyone's listening to this and kind of resonating with kind of your experience of like how they maybe you you used to drink and maybe thinking like, oh, kind of like I'd love to like maybe get a tip from you. What would be your like one tip um, if someone was maybe super curious and like thinking of going like alcohol free and wanting some, I don't know, what would be your main tip for that person? I guess it's... Um... What what benefit, ask yourself, what benefit does alcohol give you that if you don't drink? Mm. It, you know, what benefits are there to drinking alcohol? Um, and the other one is, I guess, if you want to try or think about it, just try it, right? Just try yeah. it and see how see how much changes in a week's time or a couple mm. of weeks. You, you'll notice a huge difference. Um, in a and not of putting, weeks. like, pressure on yourself and stuff, even if you want to just give it a go or, like, yeah. if you thought about doing it just give it a go i guess yeah 100 percent. like you look at you look at the whole dry january model just do dry february do dry march it's not it's it's not just because it's january just just do it whenever you want and don't put a time scale on it just do it try it and see see the benefits from it because i guarantee you will notice something like whether yeah. it's better sleep whether it's just feeling more refreshed whether you're just more alert more focused there will be you'll notice at least one benefit i guarantee that yeah exactly exactly um yeah thank you for sharing that um i wanted to touch on a little bit on like tiktok actually because that's where kind of i i found your account yeah how uh, how have you found like posting on there because i feel like people in your comments and other uh, create sober creators comments like they're very like supportive and i feel like it's such a great community to kind of like share your story or like find other people like like-minded people do you agree with that Hundred percent. I think I knew there's a lot of people, especially in my age or from my sort of generation, who were in a very similar sort of life situation mm. in terms of work Monday, Friday, go out Saturday, Sunday, and just yeah. continue like strong binging. And but you don't actually realise how many people, and it's not just people my age. There's people younger than me there's people older than me who are in that cycle who are leaving that cycle and it's it's crazy to see actually how supportive everyone is of everyone and I think that's just the the way it should be right yeah and 
it, yeah, it's it's crazy. I didn't I I didn't know there was a whole community out there like that, and it's it's fucking amazing to be part of it. And where genuinely everyone cares about about bearing in mind, I've never met any of these guys before. No, I know, right? Some of the stuff that people are writing, I'm like, man, this is really nice. Like this this is the type of positivity we need in the world every day. Yeah, it's so nice to just see different people's comments being like, oh, like I'm on like day 20 or something and I'm like going through this. It's just nice that other people, you're not like alone doing it. I know 100%. that. And I know that like loads of people are like not drinking, but it's nice to like see it visually that like people are posting about it or like people are commenting, being like, I'm struggling with this. Da, da, da. And, you know, it is nice. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's it is just really nice to see actually there's loads of people in similar situation who are wanting to do better right and yeah fair play i think it's i think it's brilliant honestly well i'm loving watching your content so keep keep at it because i like it i like watching all these people kind of like sharing their stories it's like it makes you feel like more like normal <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i think i think the biggest the biggest thing for me was it was like i can imagine there were thousands of people in the exact same situation as me and that's why I started posting. It wasn't, I just, I didn't have, I didn't realize actually it was going to go down the route. It's going down. But I was just like, I would love if someone was in my situation to talk about the same situation, because I know for a fact that there are people doing, well, going through the same sort of stuff I was. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do it myself. And then yeah. I just did it. Um, and, and it's quite, it's quite like cathartic, isn't it? It's like, it's kind of a lot of people I know that I'm I'm not very good at like writing and stuff and journaling, but I know that that's kind of works for some people. But maybe like someone like me and you, it's quite good to just let it out on like video form or some yeah. people like maybe just like writing down their thoughts and stuff. But I, I think it's quite cathartic to just like share it out. And it, if it helps like one person, then it's like it's exactly, good, exactly. Isn't it? you know, if I can just help one person, then that's that's. 99% of the job done really um, yeah. yeah and it's just super helpful for yourself as well keeps you accountable <laughs> it keeps you so accountable um, so if you could give um living alcohol free one word what would your word be freedom 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 yeah just yeah I, I, I do so much more stuff that I want to do and spend it with the right people than ever before and I'm not bound to the pressures of alcohol and everything that comes with it um that's so true and it, uh, yeah freedom for me I think I can do what I want to do in the capacity I want to do it in yeah oh amazing Abby thank you so much for like coming to chat with me today and I've had a lovely chat and it's but nice to just put a name to a face <laughs> yeah kind of just Great. yeah thank you for having me on no worries. If anyone like is listening and want to maybe follow you online or maybe send you a message, if you're happy to share that, yeah. what is your like handle for like your socials? So I only use TikTok and it's the Sober Soul. Um, I don't have Instagram or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just on TikTok, shoot me a message. Always happy to answer anything. Perfect. Well, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your evening. And I'll speak to you soon, I'm sure. Yeah, no worries, man. Have a good evening. See, See you later. later. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sober Gay Podcast. I am also on TikTok under 
at the sober gay underscore. I'll see you next week. <laughs>